Hello and welcome to the First Scratch podcast with me, Tom, captain of the Tic Tac Skate School, I guess. And I'm Gina. I am a therapist and performance coach. So today we're going to be talking about um, skateboarding, mental health, well-being and basically everything every skateboarder has gone through, um, learning to skateboard, being a skateboarder and still trying to be a skateboarder, I guess. And helping others. And I will be reflecting on how mental health can be mirrored in the techniques that Tic Tac use to teach skateboarding, developing resilience, looking at ways of coping with problems and developing confidence. So all of these things can go together in a conversation about topics such as learning, fear, confidence building, self-esteem and lots of other things. Amazing. So this is what we're going to start on first. So when you come to Tic Tac Skate School, you're walking through the doors at Skate Room where we do most of our Sunday lessons. Um, everybody's quite nervous. And the first thing I'll say to everybody, no matter how old they are, um, is that being nervous is a choice and being excited is a choice. And I always ask, which would you prefer to be? And nine times out of ten, they'll always say being excited. And I'll just say to them, just really concentrate on that choice. Because making that choice will help you make the better choices when you're learning to skateboard. And that's come from my own mental health journey of trying to make better choices as I grow and rewiring bad choices, I guess. And we use skateboarding as a medium. And coming from a psychology viewpoint, the physiology of anxiety and fear is exactly as the same as the physiology of excitement and exhilaration. It's how the brain interprets those signals and the context in which you feel these things that will determine whether or not an experience is either scary or really exciting. So I think that without even knowing this, Tom has come up with his own strategy for introducing kids and adults into some quite challenging and quite scary and intimidating situations when you first learn how to skate. But being able to reframe a lot of these physical feelings and the anxiety people feel gives them the power to overcome those anxieties and to be able to progress. And if you're at a lesson with Tic Tac Skate School, we are, we always believe that we just facilitate the people in front of us. And everybody comes in with different ideas and beliefs about skateboarding and what they want to get out of it. Because it's new to them, mainly, mostly it's, it's new. Um, we try to not tell them what is the best way to do something rather than we just watch and observe how they adapt to the information given to them and how they apply it from what they have heard and basically excuse me when they when they hear something when you've got 10 kids in front of you and they all hear the same thing they'll interpret it different so the structure is based on the people in front of us and how they they hear it. One of the most important things with learning is to be reactive to the people you're teaching as everyone will learn in a different way and people thrive under different circumstances. Some people will learn at a faster pace and some people will have more bravery than others but being able to allow children and adults to learn at their own pace and to harbour an environment that is both nurturing, safe and exciting and fun will always create a really great environment for learning and be able to allow them to learn at their own pace completely to build skills feel more confident and enjoy it and when you're enjoying any activity that you're trying to learn you're going to be more motivated to 
want to do it again to learn more and to be part of a community i think that's what you said about the creating a, a good environment to learn in that's really important for us because you can see the we can see the better the environment the quicker they learn and the more fun that they'll have and i think this is um in, in stark contrast to a lot of other activities that children undertake where there's a huge amount of pressure to succeed especially when they begin to develop skills and to progress there is often in a lot of other sports or activities a real strive to do more complete the next level to progress at a certain pace whereas tic tac has taken a very unique approach of allowing every student to progress completely at their own pace without any pressure and that harbors a really beautiful environment for learning where the students clearly are enjoying themselves it's not just being on a progress to the next trick or be able to attain the next thing there's no element of competition it's about finding your own way and enjoying yourself and i think that as a parent with my daughter skateboarding and also competing in other sports it's been a real breath of fresh air for her to be able to do what she wants and to enjoy herself during the learning process rather than feel she is being pitted against other children or she has to achieve a certain level um, by a certain time a certain trick to keep up with the the person beside her who can do the trick um we normalize two skateboarders one's very good one's very bad or not bad but not very not very not been skating a very long time so we normalize the difference in the fact that we can help both of those in one in scenario learn off each other and it really does work um basically when we teach a tic tac we teach skateboarding but we teach in a way that we will plant seeds for every student no matter how old young or old we will plant seeds in their attention because they've got up in the morning and come to a lesson they want to learn skateboarding but what they don't understand and what they don't know is that we're actually teaching them lots of things around skateboarding that they will remember because their attention span is really high and attentive and focused on having the fun we can plant seeds of um information and um important um life um life facts of how to deal with situations in the future when they're older like for example um facing fear or um being very um determined to land a trick not giving up lots of things around that the scenario um we can we can give them lots of information um, with regards to help them beat what they can't see that they have to beat, I guess. Absolutely. And there's also a really strong sense of leadership, which I think is incredibly powerful here because everything here is led from the management team all the way down to the coaches and the staff and the children and all of the students are constantly being modelled with some really accepting behaviours and a load of encouragement and a completely judgment-free environment. And psychology of learning will always tell you that people learn the best when they feel encouraged and when they feel safe and when they feel happy. And by, first of all, harbouring a culture in which learning will thrive, then the learning becomes easy and the learning is almost secondary to enjoying yourself. So as long as people, um, the students feel that they are being nurtured, cared for, that they are not being judged and that they are feeling that they are fulfilling their own needs of wanting to enjoy themselves, develop new skills and also build a community to make new friends and learn a lot of, as Tom says, a load of other life skills um, with regards to resilience, flexibility, being able to pursue 
targets, being able to set goals for themselves, having perseverance. All of these things are accidentally taught, but they are modelled from the top down, which I think gives TikTok such a unique way of teaching children and adults that allows everyone to feel that they can thrive and can meet their own goals and their own targets in their own way. Um, learning is always going to be challenging and it's not a linear process. And I think helping children and adults understand that really frees them from a lot of expectation of comparing themselves to others or feeling like they're a failure, especially from my daughter coming from a background of martial arts and gymnastics where the, the key is often compete, show how good you are, be better than the next person, learn the next trick, progress to the next level. And it takes the joy out of it for smaller children um, and for teenagers and puts them under undue pressure. I think skateboarding gives children and teenagers and adults a huge amount of freedom to actually enjoy how they spend their time to pursue learning and developing skills at their own rate in their own way. And at the same time, overcoming fears, self-limitations, building confidence, reducing low self-esteem. And being able to put yourself outside of your expectations of what you can do to be able to realise that anything is possible if you take the right approach. And I think that that's something that's really important. Um, in future episodes, we're going to be looking a lot more about fear and how fear can really damage your development, your mental health and all of these other things. But for now, we're going to definitely be looking at the psychology of learning, the look at the, at the community around skateboarding and seeing how these can provide life skills and coping mechanisms for people of all ages to be able to thrive and to enjoy themselves more, to be coping with challenges and obstacles that crop up. And people that suffer um, challenges and obstacles, can, that doesn't have to be defining to you. It can be an yeah. opportunity to develop resilience and to come back from injuries or setbacks or falls or failures. Failure and success are on the same continuum. Failure is not the opposite of success. Failure is a part of learning. And if you can't get to a place where you feel that you can fail, then you can never learn and you will never progress and you can't have any innovation without risk or without failure. So accepting that risk is okay and that failure is okay it's part of a learning process is an is an amazing life skill that i know my daughter didn't truly believe before until she started skateboarding yeah until she started skateboarding and if you don't um yeah failure if you're not um if you're not failing you're not trying enough you're not trying hard enough i guess if you're not if you're not making a mistake sorry you're not trying hard enough absolutely and you've got to make mistakes to understand what to do right and Everything we teach is based on my, basically my own personal experience of when I first started getting really um, bad anxiety. I couldn't go to the skate park on my own to have a go, uh, just to go skateboarding for myself. So my ex-partner's daughter wanted to learn. So I decided to get rid of my anxiety for that moment and take her to the skate park and try and teach her. So it was more important someone else's um, happiness and benefit was to go and help them learn over my own selfish belief of my anxiety. And when I went that one time and had um, that lesson and, and taught her, I felt really good about myself. I felt good that she learned. And that's why I started TikTok, because basically I turned a negative into a positive. But I didn't know that there was a positive on the other side of the negative until I faced it. And if you face those fears, if every fear that you have or those worries, you will always find that they're never as bad as what you make them believe in your head. So growing in that strength and every coach that has come on board, I will always try and find that little bit of 
nice ethos in in the what their personality that they want to bring to TikTok so that every student gets a benefit from many different coaches and many different ethos about life and their skateboarding style because I believe personally I believe that a coach is not a coach to tell you what to do in any shape or form a coach is just there or an instructor or whatever you want to call it for the lack of a better word for skateboarding especially um, is just a facilitator of what is in front of you the people that are in front of you want to learn to skateboard but they're bringing many different characteristics of their personality and their perception of skateboarding and to be that creative in front of you is a really nice thing to see and that's what we want to harness the most in everybody that comes to TikTok. Um, teach them some basics I guess what we say is the basics is we teach A, B, C right down to Z of the letters of skateboarding. So we give them the letters and then it's up to them to put the letters into many different words and many different ways of how they want to skateboard. And this has worked so well with so many in a way that you can see the progression a lot quicker than when we were growing up skateboarding. And instead of taking, we call it the scenic route, they're taking the direct route, but a very nice direct route that will lead them to a better understanding and a better confidence uh, in what they do to wherever they go um, so they get a lot more out of skateboarding quicker I guess without them even knowing. Absolutely and this echoes a great deal of the work I do as a therapist where you can't you don't solve people's problems but you give them tools to solve their own yeah and that has to come from a place of vulnerability uh -huh. and I think that I remember learning how to skateboard in the 90s and just learning on the road, on the street, trying to go off the curb. And it was just so hard to get anywhere because I wasn't <laughs> having any instruction um, without any personal protective equipment. But there, you cannot learn anything like this without vulnerability. You need to have that vulnerability to be able to hand over trust into somebody else who can help you develop your own skills. And just on the vulnerability is that Everybody that feels vulnerable automatically feels scared. So they let the fear take over and then they can't deal with the vulnerability. Absolutely. And reframing vulnerability as a strength is a really important reframe across everything, not just skateboarding, but you can't yeah. go to therapy and make progress unless you can be vulnerable. You can't have close relationships unless you have vulnerability and you, you cannot develop new skills unless you have vulnerability. So being able to accept that vulnerability, again, is on that same continuum as failure, success and fear. Vulnerability is there and vulnerability here is led again from the top down at Tic Tac, absolutely, by creating a culture of openness, of being able to talk about your fears and being able to be completely honest about what you want, where you are and how you, what you want to achieve from your lessons. No one is forced to do anything they don't want to do, but being able to be vulnerable and hand over trust into other people allows allows a huge development in skills. It allows, builds confidence and it builds relationships. And I think that one of the, the reasons why TikTok is so successful and why parents are so, so keen for their children to come here is because there is such a level of trust and a level of openness and there isn't a very there's like blurred lines there's no strong distinction between the coaches and the children everyone works together and yeah. it is really lovely to see because these children are not treated like children they're just treated like people and yeah. children are just small people they aren't a different species they don't need to be treated that way yeah. and they aren't here and i think that's why they are so valuable and 
so many parents say to me as they're leaving lessons this is amazing this is and their kids say it's the best two hours of their week and it's just fostering confidence abilities development building relationships building a community that these children can rely on going forward allowing them to thrive in all other areas of their life and the silver surfers the older ones that come on a wednesday they, they feel exactly the same and it's more confidence to do with older skateboarders that we work on and we have a very good technique and a very good system in place that we've learned through almost three years of t with Tic Tac that we've, we've, as a coach, you never stop learning. Just like a student, you never stop learning. And if you think that you're the best coach in the country or anything that you do, then you become complacent. We learn every time we teach. We learn from every skateboarder that is in front of us something new. And if you can't learn from the people in front of you, they will never learn from you just as much as you're trying to teach them. Um, yeah, skateboarding is, for me, the driving force behind my life. And I would like to just share it with everybody if I could. But having a team of coaches and having a, um, an admin team now and everything and resources that people that have come and shown just how much it means to them is really it's refreshing and it's really nice to know that it's 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 got to this point where it's 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 pretty cool i think it's amazing yeah i'm glad to be a part <laughs> of it i'm glad that my daughter has found this community and i know that a lot of other parents and students all feel the same way it is a deep joy to be part of something that is so inclusive and accessible and also something that is just based around absolute fun and joy and everyone is here because they want to learn so it's a it's a wonderful thing to see and everybody that's listening to this probably seen lots of things on Instagram and Facebook and lots of videos and stuff and they think it's all this and that or whatever. But just on on that level, we had a new coach start today with us and and I just had some feedback with her in a little chat and, and she said the energy is just unreal and she's been coaching for quite a while. And that was a nice compliment to hear because energy is easy when you're skateboarding and you're passionate about what you love the energy is easy to give to the people that you teach and they will feed off the energy just as much as the knowledge that they get and the belief that they see in you as a as a skateboarder no matter how good you are as long as you can give them something positive in energy and knowledge and they want to learn it's basically it's it's just up to them then to go off and just believe in that same ethos i guess um just like i believed in skateboarding when i first stood on my board and at 10 or 11 years old 11 outside the shop i stood on it and i was going down a hill and i couldn't get off the board because it was going that fast so i stayed on it and went off a curb and i thought it was the best thing in the world and that feeling never changes it it it's just changes in a different situation like dropping an invert or doing something really gnarly but the feeling is still the same and to learn to understand and harness that feeling in a in a skate school like the way we teach is is probably i believe a very important um tool for their tool belt that we call it so that they can understand that when they get to that gnarly drop in of the vert or the or the or the gnarly bit on the street the big thing or whatever if they understand it at a very early age then they can use it whenever they want because it's in their tool belt and they'll know to reach for it when the time comes absolutely and there is so many life skills that are shared in such a natural way it makes it very easy to learn because it doesn't feel that you're being lectured or taught you are being coached and coaching as you said is a reciprocal 
thing and we have some of our kids teaching some of the coaches little tricks and it's um <laughs> goes both ways but yeah. i do think that the the basis of tic tac and tom's style which is one of the things that makes it so unique here is that it's based on compassion and courage and these are core values that people need to really harness and develop within themselves in order to be able to thrive and when you feel confident and you when you feel you have compassion to yourself and you feel courageous then that is an opportunity for you to thrive to the best of your ability and also to specify that the best of your ability is different to the next person and also the best of your ability varies from day to day mm -hmm. there is absolutely Correct. no standard that needs to be met and there is no pressure <laughs> apart from the pressure that the students put on themselves because they are so keen to succeed and yeah. they are so keen to learn and they just want Everyone is always sad at the end of the lesson. People yeah. don't want to get out the skate park. They don't want to go home. They're sad because they don't want to go home. They're not sad because they haven't had a bad <laughs> lesson. No. But, yeah, another thing that we teach is that it's it's easier. Um, it's easier to get things right from the start than it is to rewire bad habits. It's just like driving a car, I guess. If you haven't had an instructor and you're driving down a lane for about six years, you're going to pick up bad habits. You've got to rewire those bad habits to go into your test. Now... Skateboarding is exactly the same. Everybody thinks they don't need to know anything and just go out and do it, which is fine. And that's that's what we call the scenic route. You know, you can learn by teaching yourself. But if you were to learn the right way and learn little bits of um, structure and, and bits and pieces, it makes the the driving test a little bit easier when Absolutely. it comes to it. And, and the, the technique for learning as well of offering support and hand-holding is so reassuring and it is so comforting and the children create such trust with their coaches and the adults also to be able to break things down into reasonable, manageable chunks to slowly and gradually build up a level of skills and to say that there's no prescribed way of doing this. If people just want to have a little push around the park, they're perfectly happy to do that. No one is forced to progress. You do what you want to do. And that, I think, gives people a huge amount of autonomy and understanding their own personal power is that in life, you do have free choice. You have choice about what you do, the things you do and the things you don't do. Yeah. But you're much more likely to succeed if you allow yourself to get out of your own way and have some structure and a framework within which to thrive. And having that positivity and the support and the kindness and all of these nurturing atmosphere that is at the skate school gives kids the confidence to go out to the skate park where they might feel that there's a load of strangers or some older kids yeah, yeah. or scooter kids or whatever. It gives them a basis to know that they deserve to be there and they have the right to be there and they can do their own thing and, and they don't have to default to other people. Yeah, that's, just, that's the things that they'll have in their tool belt and they can use based on what they've learned here. Um, Absolutely. We, we, we do the, the start of the Tic Tacs lessons at the top of the vert ramp where they sit along the edge and and you can see how anxious they are about sliding down the ramp for the very first time. And basically that we use that as a, a medium for them to understand fear and face their fear, because when they face the fear and slide down it, they realize that it actually made them very happy. And this is, this is a very cool thing that the ones that will keep coming for the first time, the new ones will see everybody do it and think they're way better, but everybody's faced the same fear. And we use everybody's experience of the ones that can do it as a way to help the ones that can't and and show them how happy they are after sliding and something as simple as that sets them up for a great lesson because that's a valuable little piece of um, uh, information for the tool belt that they will rely on and, and the more they do it, the easier it will become. Um, 
Yeah, lots of little things. Absolutely. I know I was really scared the first time I slid down that. Yeah, we get we get the parents to do it as well. <laughs> I just was really to... scared. <laughs> I was really scared, but felt that I had to just suck it up every, from my daughter. Every parent is put in that position where they're like, oh, well, if um, my kid's here doing it, then we'll pull them out and go, right, it's up to the parents now to go and show them how, how they can do it. And it's just the same fear. And to make, to normalise it in that situation and, and to maybe get the parents and kids to do it together bonds it gives them a little bit more of a bond and it's it's all about fun so we base our lessons on fun everybody that leaves here on a sunday will always leave with a smile and then we get lots of messages saying they were buzzing they were so happy this and that and and it's just that that's what keeps us doing what we do because that's skateboarding in a nutshell to go out that door and be happy with everything that's happened for the last two hours is why we do what we do Absolutely. And there's some times where my, you know, my daughter gets a bit frustrated with herself. And that's absolutely fine because that's a reflection of real life. It's dealing, developing that resilience and knowing that sometimes if you come from a martial arts background or from a gymnastics background like my daughter does, that you, you feel that you should be able just to get stuff done straight away and you should progress all the time at a set pace. And so she is unlearning those expectations and learning to rely on herself, learning to trust herself and learning to develop these skills at her own rate and do the things that she wants to do. And she will often go home and still practice on the, she will go home and still practice um, on the carpet, trying to do some some tricks at home. And she'll, in the summer, she's always outside. So there's always some opportunity for kids to take what they learn in the lesson and practice at home. And you, you hear it all the time and you see the videos online of the kids really taking the joy that they've had from the lessons and then still using it at home. But that, that, that alone just makes me happy because she's chosen, made that choice to pick the board up by herself and go out and practice by herself. And that alone will get her through a lot of things later on in life, yeah. just to know that she can make good choices. Absolutely. And I think ongoing, we're going to have a few other topics coming up, as we said before, looking deeper into fear and the psychology of fear and how we can harbour skills and develop strategies for overcoming fear and facing your fear. And as Tom did mention, and I definitely know from my practice as a therapist, is the fear of the thing is normally much worse than doing the actual thing. So it is all about your mindset and your approach. If you can approach something with a positive attitude and feel that you can absolutely have a go and try stuff in in sports psychology we call it getting out of your own way if you can get out of your own way with your own limiting beliefs and negative thoughts then it really is a, it's unlimited how much you can achieve and we can use skateboarding as a medium for everybody to understand that as skateboarding does skateboarding kills any barrier knocks down anything that comes out its way and yeah it's like if you love skateboarding you can apply that love for everything else that's going to come at you in the rest of your life and that's what we like to teach so we're going to leave it there for today i hope you've enjoyed the podcast i really am so nervous but i'm really glad that i've done my first one because i've been procrastinating on this for i don't know six months since i first came up with the idea and i'm not afraid to, to tell anybody this because i've been afraid of the outcome i've been afraid of talking to you guys and for if anybody listened or nobody listens i don't know but it's something that I really love and passionate about is skateboarding. And if uh, this podcast can work for some one person, I guess then it was worth me not procrastinating anymore and facing my fear. And again, that's you, <laughs> that's you facing your vulnerability. My and vulnerability, it's a, yeah. It's an absolutely beautiful thing. So <laughs> we will, um, again, we are learning on the job. This is our first podcast and we have no um, expertise <laughs> in this area. Our, our 
our skills lie in other places. So we are learning as we go, but we are looking forward to... It's real, it's raw, it's what you get. this stuff. And you know what? I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Thank <laughs> you.